0: Let's continue our countdown to the big game Saturday night. And what about this offering? It is Richmond and Essendon. It's the Dreamtime on the Swan, of course, at Optus Stadium. And one man who is involved in plenty of big clashes with Richmond, but none of the Dreamtime games, but I'm sure a man who will be very passionately cheering for the Bombers on Saturday night as a Premiership player, a former captain and a 243-gamer in Gary O'Donnell, who now lives and has for some time lives in WA. Uh, Gary, appreciate your time. First things first, you must have enjoyed last weekend against West Coast. It
1: was bloody beautiful, Goss, yeah. Very <laughs> nice. Um, I thought we could have been up at half time, but just hadn't taken our chances and West Coast couldn't miss. But um, it was encouraging. And then in the second half, gee, the way... The the young side come together. I know West Coast had a few issues with injury and and they've got a couple of blokes out, but Essendon rarely win on the road, and especially in these times, and it was just fantastic for them to to win, uh, albeit there'd be a lot of West Coast supporters not real happy.
0: No, now we were hoping to speak to you earlier in the week, but but apparently you'd lost your voice. Are you a shouter in a barracker, are you, mate?
1: I was on the weekend. I don't often do it, but I was up in my seat with every goal in the last quarter and I did actually lose my voice. You can probably... Just sense it a little bit as well. It's just only coming back. So uh, if it happens this week again, yeah, you know, I might mightn't might be able to talk for a couple of weeks.
0: Well, you must be happy with what you're seeing. I mean, they really were fantastic, and they're young, and this has been a build for some time. And, and everyone's saying, "Oh, isn't it great that Ben Rutton and, and he's now taken the team on his on his own?" But this is this has been a turnover of players over a, over a period of time under Warsfold's reign, and now under Ben Rutten's single reign. There's a lot to like about what they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, it's been a slow build, and people think, "Gee, they've come from nowhere in the last few weeks." But slow build, and there's still a lot to to learn, a lot to work on, and a lot of hard work to do. Um, you know, there'll be some ups and downs over the the well the rest of this year, but certainly, hopefully, they have put in a, a good show this week. Just, I think the key has being some of their you know, players that have just been around three or four years now that are just coming to the fore. You know, Darby Parish. Uh, young McGrath. Merritt's been there a bit longer, but those three blokes in the middle. And then, you know, you throw in Nick, t- types like Nick Cox and Archie Perkins. It, it really looks like the last two drafts have been really good for the Bombers. And they're going to they're get some real real champion players, perhaps, that will play for them for a long time.
0: No doubt about that. And then you've got Jake Stringer as well, who we're hearing reports he wants a big, long contract and worth the big bucks. Uh, if you were sitting down and uh, looking at, at list management... What would you do with Jake Stringer? What's he? What's he? What's he worth? Not in dollars and cents, but is he worth the for the best part selling the farm to keep?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting one, Gos. You know, it's hard to sort of equate. You know, how long? I'm wary of going too long a to mm. number of years for any bloke. So, especially a guy like Stringer, too. He's a little bit up and down. He's had a few injuries, so he's. Uh, He's a bit of an enigma that way. But, gee, when he gets himself fit and he's on the park, no injuries, he's just that X factor, isn't he? So, you know, he can kick two or three really quickly and change a game. So, you know, they'll uh, work out what value he is and uh, hopefully they come to an arrangement and he's with us for for, uh, quite a while yet.
0: How proud are you, just in general terms? How proud of you to sit there in the stands like that last week as a bloke who played 243 games, a premiership player, a captain, um, you know, someone who's been around the, the makings of this powerful football club for a long time? Do you sit back with, and being in Western Australia now, do you sit there with great satisfaction seeing while wow, they're tracking on the right way?
1: Yes, it certainly warms the heart. Uh, we haven't been much good for a while. So that, I think that's why... Um, you know, people that follow Essendon, including myself, are so excited. So, uh, you know, when if we ever get good again, real good, and we're up the top and we're we're really challenging for you know finals and a premiership, uh, Essendon supporters are going to be pretty unbearable. I reckon <laughs> after the last <laughs> 15 years, you won't want to know them. You know, they will uh, the same um, dislike for Collingwood will be... Uh, Essendon will become number one, I would have
0: thought.
1: <laughs> I don't and think. deservedly so. Oh, OK. They, uh, okay. You know, walk around strutting and, and be arrogant. But, uh, yeah, look, been a long time in the wilderness and just, just the the encouraging signs of heading you know, the, to the right end of the ladder is, is great.
0: Darcy Parrish said, post-game, I just love the players. I love being around the club. I have for a long time. It's feel good. There's some great moments and the future looks bright. I think he might be sending a message to Zach Merritt. How important is Zach Merritt to that future of the footy club?
1: Well, he is, yeah. He's probably the best player on the, the side at the moment. And, uh, you know, he's right in the prime of his career. Again, you wouldn't sell the farm, you know, as far as giving him, you know, seven or eight years. Mm. That sort of stuff, mm. I wouldn't. But, you know, and may. But it, there's just there's big risks in that. But certainly you're going to pay him what he's worth and for a good number of years. And if you can get that group to stay together you know, they can come, come through together and get better together and, uh, you know, hopefully achieve the ultimate.
0: Gary O'Donnell, our guest, former Essendon captain, premiership player and uh, <laughs> legend of the footy club. Gary, uh, Richmond, I went through some history for you. Here we go. You now, this is something that you wouldn't know because I don't, you don't rely on falling back on your own personal stats. 22 possessions, the average against games against Richmond over your career, which was second, almost the highest in any teams that you played. Second equal amount of goals in, in your career. You kicked nine in games against Richmond. Uh, you got more Brownlow votes against Richmond games than any other team that you played. You like playing Richmond.
1: Well, I did, by the sound of things. I didn't realise that. Uh, I don't like one of the games where in the 95 first semi, Scotty Turner picked me off when I wasn't looking and... Um... <laughs> In these days, he probably would have got six weeks. I still get Richmond supporters trolling me on Twitter about that incident. You know, And whenever I arc up or whenever I mention something, they, they go, oh, he's still smarting because you know Turner, Turner got him uh, nice and good. But, um, yeah, interesting stats. Uh, hopefully, uh, Essendon from now on can have a better run. I think it's been... We've lost the last eight or ten times against Richmond, so... Hopefully, we can turn that around this week with a good performance.
0: The walk over the Madagascar Bridge, uh, Michael Long, Gavin Wanganine, some other Essendon greats. um, The pregame is uh, all part of the Dreamtime on the Swan, of course, here at Optus Stadium. Uh, It is a massive event over there in Melbourne, and um, you'd be across that of being an Essendon great yourself. But you must be pleased that... WA footy fans have rallied. This is a game that could very well be the biggest crowd this year over an Eagles and Dockers game, over a derby. It seems as though the WA public have really rallied behind this as an event, not just a footy game.
1: And a credit to them too. Like, there's always going to be the risk that uh, they don't show up. But, you know, it sounds like they're going to be showing up in their droves, you know, uh, almost a sellout perhaps. Look, it's going to be wonderful and to have... You know the the dream time come across here, uh, included with the long walk as you just said, um, starts at Victoria Gardens. They go along the Swan River over the bridge to to the Optus Stadium. That that's a really good event as well. I think uh, she's about a three thirty start and uh, takes them about half an hour. So get there too and walk with Michael Long uh, in his journey of trying to just get you know improved conditions mm. to you know or, or, re- or have people recognise. Uh, you know, the, the health and education situation that uh, Indigenous people have. And, um, you know, it'll be a great outcome for the state of WA and uh, credit to all the West Australians that have uh, already bought a ticket.
0: Where are you going to sit?
1: Well, I've got... Um, yeah, I've got a... I'm, about, I'm on level one, but the club has got together 30 or 40 tickets and there's about 20 of us ex-Esserman players that live over here like myself and we're all... Uh, going to go to go they're trying to get us together in the one area those tickets haven't come through yet but the the club have have promised that and uh, they're hoping that as many of us can walk uh, with Michael as well
0: that's brilliant absolutely brilliant who who wouldn't you want to sit next to as an ex-player either the one you played with who lives in WA now or one that you still knock around with during a game of footy, having a few sherbets watching your team do their thing on a Saturday night which one would you rather sort of keep your distance from
1: Probably we had a luncheon last week on Friday before the West Coast game and Todd Ridley was there and GZ was uh, up and about. He's probably one to keep away from, but I heard um, there's there's a whisper that Shay Cockatoo Collins, who lives in Brisbane now, he might be flying across. I used to share the locker next door to him, number 10, and he was number nine. And... uh, He's got the worst dad jokes in the world, so he's one I'll be staying away from as well.
0: How's WA treating you, mate? You've been here a while now. You, 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 you love WA life?
1: Yeah, good spot. Well, I've been here about four and a half, nearly five years. It's a, it's a great, uh, great, great state, great uh, capital city, Perth, really nice and clean, easy to get around. Uh, the only thing, she's a bit too far away from uh, a lot of family that I've mm. got in Melbourne, mm. Sydney and uh, Brisbane, but certainly... I've enjoyed my time here over the journey.
0: Uh, good stuff. And speaking of Brisbane, you were there for for some time in your role up there, uh, in the coaching staff up there. You must be pleased with the way they're sort of chugging along. They look like a genuine contender.
1: Yeah, I've spent six years in the, the golden Lee Matthews era and then another six years with Bossy and Lepper. So I've seen the highs and the lows and... Uh, when we got our bums kicked, and uh, when I got my bum kicked out of there as well, but uh, yeah, they're, they're bubbling up nicely, aren't they? <laughs> seven, I think it's seven wins in a row. They're going to be, they're going to be formidable, uh, especially if COVID continues in Melbourne, and you know they'll uh-huh. get more games on the Gabba, and they're they're a better team this year. I think they're just another year of experience or. Some of the younger blokes now, you know, a lot of them have played a hundred games and that's just the ideal spot that you want a team to be in to, to challenge for a grand final. All
0: right. And now give me the reason why Essendon and Richmond's gonna be a big game and why Essendon can beat the Tigers.
1: Well, we, we don't like each other that much. Uh, they've got the right sash but the wrong colour. They uh <laughs> we've we've been no good for a little while and they've just bubbled up in the last four years with their three premierships. They hadn't done anything for 37 years, let me tell you. And uh, they're going on, they're dining out on their previous four years, and so they should. They're they're Richmond-supported, but um, yeah, look, certainly we're starting to bubble up. They've they've still... A few of their injuries back this week, but certainly... um, you know they're still not at their best, and we might still be able to have a crack and and start start the game well and surprise them and uh, put up a good shoe, good uh, show and grab those four
0: points. Yeah, very important uh, with that sort of uh, that that sort of clog of teams right in the mix. Uh, appreciate your time, a great chat. I would be love to be a fly on the wall amongst those thirty or forty ex Essendon players who reside now here in Perth and level one at the ground. And I'd like to think that there'll be a few of you heading over to Budgie's Camfield straight after that. It could be a very long night, especially if you have a win.
1: And no voice to tell you about it either.
0: <laughs> Good on you, guys. Appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, joining us on the Sporting Goths today. Thanks, Goss. Have a great day. He's a good man. Gary O'Donnell, Essendon champion, premiership player, captain, 243 games, and he loved playing the Tigers, and he'll be shouting from the rooftops uh, at the Dreamtime game here on Saturday night. Great to have him on our show, one of our best guests of all time, I reckon. That is Gary O'Donnell, and this is the Sporting Goss.